When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Let's get those lips plumped. Uh, Scooter, love the mug. Thanks. Yeah, this was... uh... This was in the bag that I had to track down in Chicago. I wasn't giving up my Lebowski love, um, Lebowski mug for anybody. The dude abides, Char. The dude abides. You guys see Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott taking a bunch of shit for The Power of the Dog. Was that the name of that movie? Uh, that movie should have been called The Power of the Dog Shit. That movie is awful. I got about 12 minutes into it and went, can't do it. I... I get that critics are going to dig movies like that. It's artistic. It's a slow burn. It is exactly what uh, it's got, you know, it's gay cowboys. Critics are going to go bananas for that stuff. I got 12 minutes and I didn't even know the gay part. I had no idea that that was even in it until that thing won a bunch of awards. And I'm like, I don't know how I watched 12 minutes of it and I had to give it up. I could not do it. I thought it was basically just two brothers arguing the entire time. I had no idea. I didn't know about any of that. I didn't care about that stuff. I thought that movie was awful. And I was listening to uh, Eric Griffin. Riffin with Griffin. Great comedian. And he said, why is it that when movies have certain themes, you're not allowed to say they're bad? I'm like, that, yeah, that's right. Just because a film was made by all women, we need to give it a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just because a movie has gay undertones. We now have to, no matter no matter what we think of the film, we have to say it's good. That is the one thing I, I've noticed about Rotten Tomatoes. If you go there and you're going to look up a movie, uh, the audience score, never wrong. Audience score, never wrong. Critic score, many times, very wrong. I've watched a lot of documentaries and... I have noticed that some of the documentaries that have certain political leanings, depending on which way that documentary's wind is blowing, they get higher scores with the critics. Now, there's a couple of, uh, I I watched a documentary, what was it? I think it was, what was the guy's, Dinesh D'Souza? Is that the guy's name? I watched that one he did about Hillary Clinton, and I went, this is a piece of shit. This documentary is really bad. And I went on to Rotten Tomatoes and both the audience score and the critic score were like 7%. I'm like, yeah, because this is a really bad movie. But then uh, I watched another documentary that had, uh, that was equally as bad, but that was from a different side of the political coin. And with the critics, it's 98%. And with the audience, it's four. And I'm like, yeah. That's exactly how this works. Both of those movies equally suck, but one movie gets a higher score with the critics because of the way it leans. And I'm like, 
Well, now I can't trust anything you guys say. It drives me ban- fucking bananas. Um, Scooter, I was just going to say pushing political agenda. That's exactly what it is. How dare you go against something that leans on our party's side? How dare you think that movie is bad? And I'm like, I agree, man. I agree. If something is shit, it's shit. If it's good, it's good. Why does there have to be some sort of political balance in there? Just because this person who made this film is on a certain side of the aisle doesn't mean that this thing is good or bad. Just judge it on what it is. And that, it's hard as an artist to be able to put stuff out. Because you're like, I want to say this. I want to do these things. I want it. But the second you do, you are lit up and you don't get invited to the party. Now, there's a lot of people out there uh, that make their own party. And that's what I'm I'm telling you. That's the way to do it. Just listen, build your own, build your own garage, make your own cars, make your own art, throw your own parties. Don't worry about it if you're not getting invited to the party. You figure it out on your own. Uh, what's up, Lorianne? Hi, Kim, Mira. Good to see you. Uh, Timberwolves, huh? Dude. Minnesota Timberwolves beating the Clippers last night. Going to the NBA playoffs. Christ, there was players crying last night because they got the seventh seed. I don't know if you guys know this or not. The Minnesota Timberwolves, history is not on its side. That is a that is an unstoried franchise, if you will. I don't think they've ever gotten anything past the semis in the playoffs, right? I was gonna Google uh say or I was gonna say uh, hey Siri, when was the last time the Timberwolves were in the playoffs? And I think Siri would have been like, Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Uh, Jen Dorda. Oh, my sister. Yeah. Uh, lady gluing her hand to the court. Yeah, that was goddamn funny. Oh, hilarious. And the announcers are like, I think we got a, I think we got an attendee. I think we got somebody from the, the actual arena. A worker has fallen on the court. And then you're like, the way they pulled that lady off the ground, man. You gotta glue your hand to the court. I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, skin rips. And security guards have every right to goddamn manhandle you. So just a outline of skin stuck to the floor. Um, Jen, but who will think of the birds? Is that what she was doing? Was she was protesting for birds? She definitely wasn't protesting for horses. When the goddamn glued her hand to the fucking court. Anyway, it'll be fun over the next four games because dude, when you're a seven seed, chances are you ain't coming out of that first round of the playoffs, man. They play the Grizzlies first round. Ooh. But I don't know. First game is on Saturday. It was like, I got friends of mine that are, you know, all these people that are losing their minds about it. Cause they're big Timberwolves fans. So it was fun watching them explode and enjoy that game last night. But as I was watching it, I'm like that. that I was texting back and forth with uh, my buddy Crisco from KS 95. And we were like, dude, this team looks like shit. They look, awful i don't know how you're going to be able to first off you got to win this game and you guys look terrible and then on top of it you're going to have to figure out a way to beat the grizzlies and for dude i don't think that's happening my man uh jen protesting for the bird farmed bird farm owned by owner Mm. i'd have to look it up although i really don't give a shit uh you know even if somebody were to go out there and protest for a cause that I'm super into, I still wouldn't give a shit. I don't like when people have to try to make a point. I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but anytime somebody goes out 
and does one of these protests, uh, it's not like anything changes. It's not like somebody went out there with a T-shirt that said, you know, stop killing white-tailed deer. And then the next day, everyone was like, you know what, God, that's you're so right. You're so right. What were we thinking? You know what? Sorry, state of Minnesota. As the DNR, we were wrong. So next year's hunting season's been canceled. Thank you, crazy lady who ran out onto the Timberwolves court. You've changed our mind. Uh, Jen, owner of the wolves. Oh, right on. Uh, which would be son of a bitch. Um, what is um, A-Rod, right? We, are we talking about Glenn Taylor? Because that's already moved over, hasn't it? I can't remember. Uh, Scooter is farm at avian flu breakout and he had to put birds on. Yeah, he had to put, yeah. That's why, that's then shit doesn't spread. Sorry. We're top of the food chain. That's how it works. I hate to be the one to tell you. That's how H1N1, all that shit gets moving. So knock it off. Christ. Do you want to put them down? No. Is it the humane thing to do? Probably. For both the bird and the goddamn people. Um, Jules, I wouldn't listen if white-tailed deer was, season was canceled. See, that's, why, that's what I love about Minnesotans, man. They're like, no, still going to do it. Still going to do it. Uh, Scooter, Glenn Taylor. Yeah, does he still own the team or has A-Rod already taken on that? I can't remember. I don't know. It was such a hot-button issue. When they were like, ah, they're going to move this team to Seattle. They're going to be the next Supersonics. And then nothing. Like, nothing came about. And you're like, all right, well, fucking, I guess we're still here. All right, let's do this. Um, exhausted. Last night was up at House of Comedy for a uh, for a little bit. Uh, I went and watched the Funniest Person with a Day Job contest. Which I think is great for really good young comedians to go out and do uh i don't like contests i've never liked contests i've never done contests and especially at my age fucking 42 do you really think i want to go compete with like 23 dude no why do i want to go do that absolutely not you that's for that's for young kids who have need, who need that taste that's for young kids that need to get up there and get reps my old ass doesn't need to be fucking showing up and, hey, guys, come on out to the fucking prelims. I got to get my people out there. You guys got to cheer for me. No, fucking, we're past that. We're past. You had that opportunity. You get that opportunity to, like, the age of, like, 27. After that, dude, you're on your own. Figure it out. If people ain't coming out to see you because you're good, then they ain't coming out ever. So fucking stop pestering people. God, I hate that. Hate that. Now, I got friends of mine that play in some kick-ass bands that are like, hey, my band is playing. Come see me. And I'm like, I'm in. Let's do this. I'm th I'm there. But I got friends of mine that have been playing guitar for like four months, and they're like, I booked my first show. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, give me a call. Fucking three years when you're like ripping. You know, I don't need to see you now. I mean, if anything, maybe go to the first show just in case something does pop off so you can be like, I was at the first show. I've been a big supporter since the beginning. I always knew he had something. No, no, no. No, you didn't. You thought he sucked like everybody else. Because he did suck. And you have to suck. You got to suck. You got to suck bad for a long time. And then eventually you get good. And hopefully by then you didn't burn up all your fucking, hey, come out and see me's. Because people give you one chance. That's it, dude. That's it. That's it. And when people ask, like, 
What's the best piece of advice you got for like a young stand-up comedian? Someone wanting to get in the radio. Somebody who wants to do video editing. I tell them, don't fucking tell anybody you're doing it. Don't tell anybody you're doing it. Three years. Three, do it for three years. If you're still doing it and you've gotten good, then tell people. But the rest of the time, keep that shit to yourself, man. People, don't bug people. I'm telling you. It's a million dollar way to make sure that nobody ever wants to come see you again is telling people before you're ready. It's not that difficult, everybody. Uh, Scooter, builds character. Shit, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. No, I I totally, I 1,000% agree. Um, especially at that young age, you got to go out there. You got to suck. You got to be bad. And then you have to, for whatever reason, wake up the next fucking day and be like, I'm going to go knock this shit out. I'm total, no matter what, I'm going to do this regardless of what people say or think. I am going to goddamn do this. And if, uh, if you ain't got that in you, dude, it ain't going to happen. Just saying. So anyway, um, yeah, now I can get off my goddamn soapbox. Uh, coming up this weekend, Saturday night, if you guys are around, you want to come out and see an awesome show. Uh, myself, Lauren Rice, Sienna Violet, and uh, Emily Rossi going to be at uh, Comedy at Crane, downtown Minneapolis. Took me a moment, man. I am like fucking... Ugh. I've been waking up super early for some reason, like way earlier than usual, like 3.30 in the morning. And then I just lay in bed. It's like two hours. And then I'm like, fuck it. Just get up, dude. Just get up and go. And this morning I was like, you can't, you have to lay down for a while. You have to keep fucking sleeping because you're just exhausted and woke up at like 7.30. And now I'm like, I'm a fucking wreck. I don't know why. Total wreck. So goddamn tired. But anyway, uh, Jason talent is like mushrooms, both grow in shit. Ah, absolutely. It's a good way to look at it. Um, but, but only one of them makes you stare at your hand for three hours and it's not the talent. So just remember that. Okay. Uh, nothing to say about good old Gilbert says scooter. Yeah. Gilbert Godfrey passing away. Um, I love Gilbert Godfrey. I didn't know much about him. I, I liked him. Love is kind of a strong word. I should say I enjoyed Gilbert Godfrey. Um, kind of knew that this was on the horizon. I kind of knew he was sick. Had somebody like a friend of mine who kind of, kind of was in the mix a little bit with Gilbert who about six months ago had dropped like a, eh, he ain't looking too good, dude, you know, but uh, still did cameos for people. In fact, actually I should, my, my buddy Ryan had sent me, a video yesterday of a cameo that his wife bought him for his birthday four years ago. And it's Gilbert Godfrey. And it's, Oh my God, is it so funny? It's so amazing. I, I wouldn't be able to play the audio for you guys on the Instagram live, but you'd be able to hear it in the podcast. But it was, uh, it was in fact, actually, um, I think I might be able to do that at the end of this podcast. You can go ahead, find the audio and you can listen to, Ryan's cameo from Gilbert Godfrey. It's really goddamn funny. It's hilarious. It's exactly what you want would want from Gilbert Godfrey. You know, guy was a super talent loved by everybody. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess maybe just kind of took him for granted. Maybe I, he wasn't really on my, the only two things I really remember of him is 
he was the principal and problem child. Made me goddamn laugh every time. And then he also came to 93X when I was working there. Came in the morning and there was a few people kind of milling around. I think, I can't remember if it was him and I feel like there was another comedian with him, but I can't remember who. But he basically kind of walked by and he was like, anybody got an aspirin? And uh, everyone was like, uh, I don't think so, man. Like, we can try to maybe see if there's a first aid kit around or something. He said, that, that'd be great. I'm going to take a spot on the floor if you don't mind. And he went and he laid on the goddamn floor for like 10 minutes. Never brought it up. Never asked for anything. And then somebody came back and they're like, hey, we couldn't find any aspirin. He's like, that's all right. I'm feeling pretty good. And then he just got up, fucking walked away. That's all I remember of Gilbert Godfrey. Um, yeah, it's sad that we're finding, or sad that we're losing these comedians, especially that picture that was posted yesterday that was kind of floating around of Bob Saget, Gilbert Godfrey, and Louis Anderson all in one photo. I mean, those are three heavy hitters that have been doing this for a long time. And to think that they're both gone now, or all three of them are gone now is, ugh, it's terrible. It's terrible, you know? Uh, but especially with Bob and with Gilbert. Because that those were two comics that just said whatever they wanted. There was, I mean, Christ, Gilbert Godfrey lost the Aflac work because of a joke he made about the tsunami. And didn't give a shit. Didn't care. In fact, the guy who took over for that was a dude I used to work with. His name was Dan. And Dan had always said, like, that was the most bittersweet gig he had ever taken because he loved Gilbert Godfrey. So to, and those are huge shoes you got to fill, man. I mean, I get that you're just running around going, Aflac, it's not that hard, but I don't know. Kind of fucking crazy the way life works. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he was he was beloved and people loved him. Uh, he was definitely and probably like my top 20. I know he's probably higher for many other people. I thought he was great, especially the Bob Saget. Bob Saget raped and killed a girl in 1979. That Saget roast is for the ages. It is so good. And I think that came right after 9-11. Ooh, you'd have to go back and find, because I think he made a couple of jokes about 9-11 in there that got cut, but then you could find him find him on YouTube through Comedy Central, but Jesus. Yeah, man, dude had balls. Dude had balls. All right, you guys, have a great day. Uh, stick around. I'll play that Gilbert Godfrey clip in the audio. It's very, very funny. Take care. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Hi, this is Gilbert Godfrey, and this is for Ryan. And now Tracy says it's your birthday. Happy birthday. And, uh... And, uh, well, let's get to the most important matter here. Uh, it, it's uh, a sensitive topic, but it it hurts, uh, Tracy, quite a bit that you don't fart in front of her. You never fart in front of her. Why don't you fart in front of Tracy? It's all she asked for, Ryan. Why are you only thinking about yourself? Uh, Tracy does so much for you, and all she wants you to do is fart on her. That's what she longs for. She'd also like you 
to shit on her face. And, uh, well, okay, okay, uh, that's not quite true. She wouldn't like you to shit on her face. She would love for you to shit on her face. So if you could uh, have an extra large meal at Taco Bell first, that would help. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Ryan, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Ryan. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.